Welcome to Last God Standing. I'm Teresa. I'm Danny. Woo! Danny from Philly. That's right. Gross. So gross. <laughs> Why is that gross? Ew. Why is it ew? Oh, I'll, I'll start. I don't know if we have any fans from the Philly area, but I prefer Pittsburgh. I said it. That's right. Yeah, um, it's definitely a city. Um, I have never lived in a city proper before. Um, it's a little dirty. <laughs> ah! The apartment or just the city no, in general? No, <laughs> uh, the, house, the house is fine. The house is fine. I mean, there's dust, but it's we're because we're unpacked. I packed dust. Um, I, I feel that. <laughs> I didn't dust anything when I packed. <laughs> I never do yeah. either. I show up at a new place with like half a bag of Doritos and I'm like, well, how did this even get packed? Right, right. There was stuff I packed that I was like, why? I thought I threw all this out. Um, but yeah, so. Uh, um, oh my God. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. Is that no, hold on. Okay. I holding. I don't know where Danny went off to. She went, I don't know, to take in some deliveries. It's a male stripper dressed as Aries. It's got a big schlong. It's right over his shoulder. It's crazy. Dragging on the floor even. And now he's whipping it around. Sorry. She loves it. Um, hi. hi. So we had, they left a lot of debris in the yard. So somebody was just here cleaning it up. I can't believe Aries left all that debris in the yard. Aries? I told a little story about where you went to go. Oh yeah. So yeah, Philly is a city. Um, we live on a, on a, you know, like a, like a Queens block. We have a yard. We have a yard. We have a front yard. We have a backyard. Uh, you know, we have a Wawa. I love. I Wawa. know. I know. I haven't seen a Seven Eleven yet. <laughs> oh. Oh right, we did see one. We did see one. Ah, whatever. It's no Wawa, is it? No, Wawa's here are pretty epic, and they deliver. Hmm. Uh, I have a piece of news that will come as no surprise to you specifically. What? We have started uh, a fertility cycle for IVF. If everything goes as it's meant to, like they get some eggs and they create some freshies to chuck in there. Would you like to take a guess at when that would happen? October 30th. You got it. I'm supposed to go see Danny in her new place for Samhain and of course, It'll either be the 30th or the 31st. So I thought Michael had a gig the 30th. He does in Philly. Well, yeah, that's all right. I mean, I could change the sheets on my bed. I don't need him for that. Like, uh, because they don't put you under anesthesia for that. They just, you know, take out the old turkey basters. It wasn't like, and then they kick you out. Oh, so you have to go to the doctor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the 30th would be ideal. At least I could go in the morning and still make it to you within reasonable time. The 31st, absolutely no, probably no, not. No. It's just too crazy. And it's my bloody birthday two days later. Well, I mean, that would be a nice birthday present. It would be. I hope it, uh, uh, to stick the landing, that would be pretty great. Yeah. Um, when will you know? So, so there you go. Uh, they'll find out the last time they had to cancel it. Cause I had so much estrogen because I'm such a lady and I'm very ladylike. <laughs> so they canceled it, but, uh, I'll find out 
on next Friday. Cool. A week from next Friday. I'll get my sonogram and they'll run all the blood tests and everything to make sure I see like how SD I am. If you have too much estrogen, they're like, that's too much. I'm like, is it? Is it really? <laughs> I'm like, I thought I had too much testosterone, if I'm honest. I would but think having a lot of estrogen would be a good thing. I would think for baby making. But not in this case. I guess there's a lot of like weird artificial things that they have to do. Like when you're when your body's not doing it, they're like, oh my God, the amount of steps that is required. I'm like, all right, well, whatever you guys want. And that's it. So that's what's happening over here. Philly babies, I drop it off to you on my way to the national parks. I feel like you watch it. I will. I have room. I have room now. <laughs> baby gets its own apartment in the basement. Yeah, the baby can have its own apartment. <laughs> I, I, we haven't even tackled the basement yet. <laughs> uh, that's a, my niece, uh, Felicia, whom I will recommend if she wants to get up to any uh, civil disobedience. Civil disobedience for you uh, to call you. <laughs> please, please have her call me. I can get to her much faster than anyone else can. <laughs> right. I was like, if you need somebody to come and remove you or chain up next to you, this is what she's into. <laughs> I, I am. I am. I will totally be there. If she needs a uh, white Karen looking lady to come and defend her, <laughs> I am definitely... <laughs> into using my uh, middle-aged white woman for the good of everyone. So I will definitely, I will, I will definitely do it. <laughs> I'll click down there and speak to a manager. <laughs> I'm like, hey, I'm here now. Right. What is this? You don't touch that baby. <laughs> do it. Tell her. She'll, uh, she's having her 21st birthday party. It's a costume party. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. My brother said, uh, my brother said her, him and her mother uh, are going to be Greek gods. Really? Are they going to be I Dionysus said, and uh, <laughs> who did we find again? Hecate and fight it out on the front lawn. Yeah. Hecate. Yeah. And Poseidon. He's like, what about Aphrodite and Zeus? And I'm like, mm, odd what about you just don't do Zeus? <laughs> yeah, don't do don't, it. Don't, don't do Zeus, Peter. <laughs> I said, you should be, I go, you should be Aries and Aphrodite. That's a little bit more on brand. That's true. And he goes, ah, ah, Aries and Zeus look the same. I'm like, I'm mm, sure they'd love to hear that. They don't. <laughs> they don't. I mean, even without our podcast, Zeus is not getting a good rap these days. <laughs> mm -mm, no, I was like, oh, maybe a different guy to be. Yeah, my brother should be Dionysus. He is a he should be absolute hardcore drinker. I'm gonna recommend. Be. I mean, yeah, yeah. You know, some grapes leaves around his head, it'd be fine. That's a good one. And still be Aphrodite. It's fine. She could still be Aphrodite, or she could be a maiden and maned and kill somebody. I mean, I'm, I'm down for that too. I know. Oh, they lack vision. You, it's not like they don't have a podcast they could listen to. <laughs> I know. Well, I get it together, buddy. <sighs> I was going to be Batman from the 1960s TV series. I'm going to be whatever's in the closet at this point. I'm not. I thought of that too. But I was telling Michael, I was like, you know, I should be a little less worried about 
uh, costuming and stuff like that. Because when we did uh, Kit and uh, Dottie from A League of Their Own, and I went out and I got felt and I cut out numbers and I put them on the back so everybody would understand who we were. And they were like, are you baseball? Yeah, baseball. <laughs> yes, we're just baseball. We're like, all of baseball. Well, that's not true. Most people did get what it was. Yeah, they said, are you a league of their own? Yeah, and they just kept yelling no crying in baseball at us through the whole night, every time we walked by. I'm like, so, so worth the trouble of getting that material together and getting the um, numbers. Well, and- when we went as um, Little Shop of Horrors, uh, one person knew who we were. And they were, the only reason I'm pretty sure is because they were our age and they were dressed as old school Han and Leia. <laughs> and my father thought you were my husband. <laughs> Did he? Oh, that's great. There's no way he sent me a canvas eight by 10 of me and you together while you hold Audrey too. And in any other way thought that you were just my girlfriend in drag king attire that means i did a good job <laughs> i mean maybe you should be on the next season of dragula you know that is amazing hangs hangs in my office that is amazing <laughs> he doesn't listen to this don't worry <laughs> <laughs> oh Michael's like, that's perfect, though, you know? It is. I mean, <laughs> exactly how it should be. Poetic justice. <laughs> yeah, let's face oh it. God. We worry about our costumes so much, and half the people, more than half, like 95% of people don't know who we are. Should just go slutty tin man. Slutty tin man and slutty Dorothy, and it'd be fine. Everybody will get that, and we'll win a costume contest. Great. I tell you. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. <laughs> I'm telling you, one year we just have to go as um just get house dresses and a little patch of um fake grass and some lawn chairs and sit there and judge people all night. Because I, I mean we're doing it anyways. <laughs> oh, I know. That would be so funny. And if they ask who we are, we're your mom. We're your mom. Your mother. Don't you, don't you think that's a little short? Do you think that's short? It's a little short. Are you eating enough? Don't drink that much. I'm sure the Native <laughs> Americans love that you're wearing their headdress from Party City. That's great. <laughs> did you ask permission from an elder? I didn't. Do you so. have it written? <laughs> That's what we should do. <clears throat> All right. Are you ready for today's deities? I am ready. Okay. Well, ironically enough, it's a mother. Uh, no, it's not a mother. I mean, she is a mother. Just some bloke. So today we're doing Ran, R-A-N. Mm. Um, so she is a goddess of her own. Um, they don't say where she hails from. Um, but she's the personification of the sea. Um, they claim mm-hmm. her husband is just an, uh, a giant who also personifies the sea. And they have nine daughters who are um, like the nine waves. Uh, Their daughter's names are Bloody Hair. I'm not going to try to say their Norse names. Uh, (laughs) It's I can't even with this. Uh, Their names are Bloody Hair, Wave, Foaming Sea, Pitching Wave, The Lifting One, Transparent Wave, Welling Wave, Cold Wave, Frothing Wave. I don't know why one of them got bloody hair. 
Wow. You know how like you, like if you have a lot of kids, like that family probably knows at least one of them is very ugly. Right. And they don't know how to express that, except there it is. They really are like, look at bloody hair, right? <laughs> that was less than the line, you know, we're tapping out. Except they list her first. So I don't know. Maybe they were like, oh, maybe that wasn't a good name when the next kids, we should probably name them better. <laughs> <laughs> the daughters are also sometimes referred to as the spirit of the waves or the nine billowing maidens. Um, so Ran is the ruler of the realm of the dead at the bottom of the sea to which people who have drowned go. So she doesn't have a connection with hell in that respect, but she is, there is a whole realm of dead at the bottom of the sea, apparently. Um, mm-hmm. Aegir personifies the sea as a friendly power, ran embodies the sinister side of the sea, at least in the eyes of the late Viking um, Icelandic seafarers. They blamed her for every storm. So anytime there was a storm, it was her okay. fault. Um, she's also associated with a net um, that she uses to capture seagoers. Um, yeah. <laughs> she's also depicted in maiden form, uh, mermaid form sometimes, um, but not often. It's more, um, they'll depict her in mermaid form if they're trying to um, get her blessing. But okay. usually she's, she's depicted with, you know, like human, human, uh, properties like legs <laughs> like legs <laughs> so a is a giant and rain is a goddess they they are very friendly with the sierra as you've mentioned they're um very well liked among them and they're af- actually get invited to a lot of feasts in asgard so even though ran ran is you know, pretty violent. She seems to have a good relationship with the um, Asir. Yeah. I don't know if it's because. Well, what do they care? What do they care? Yeah. And I don't know if it's because she's married to Ajir. Mm. And as you had pointed out, they often host feasts themselves. They'll send out invitations to the Asir to visit them in their great hall in the underwater. And the Norse gods never decline the invitation because they love to come and drink the beer. Gotta love good party hosts. Um, because Rand, listen, I mean, I guess they're good hosts. As long as you're not going to drown, I guess it's fine. Um, <laughs> they are, so Rand is mentioned in several poems and she actually got uh, three references in the prose edda and one reference in the prose, the other one, uh, which is a big deal. I'd never heard of her before. Poetic Edda. There is also a lot of, so a lot of poetry uh, was written about Ran because a lot of people died, you know, at sea. Mm-hmm. So they, they would write poems or sing songs about her. Um, in the 10th century, there was a poem, a poet who um, was crying about, was lamenting the death of his son who drowned at sea during a storm. And he wrote, greatly has Ran affected me. I've been despoiled of a great friend, empty and unoccupied. I see the place which the sea has torn my son. Um, There's another poet who expresses the pain of losing another son by invoking the image of slaying the personified uh, sea goddess. You know, if I took revenge with the sword for the offense, Adir would be dead. If I could kill them, I would fight Adir and Ran. 
So interestingly, he also blames Ajir for it. Oh, wow. Yeah, but there was, I didn't include all the poetry. There is tons and tons of poetries. Um, they call them skalds, S-K-A-L-D, okay. which is Norse for poet, poem. Um, moaning and, and being sad about Rand taking family members. Um, but I didn't include them all because it was just, it was a lot. Um, I just thought those were, those were the uh, better ones. Sometimes the sailors would try to pay tribute to Ram before they would embark on their journeys. Okay. Right, so in the Viking age, they would sometimes pay tribute to Ram before they would embark on their journeys. Um, they hoped that if they gave her treasures, that she would grant them safe passage at sea. Um, they're still finding some examples of these offerings in, ten in Denmark. Um, they gave her a lot of weapons and jewelry. Uh, I think it's interesting that they sacrificed weapons mm. to her. You don't hear that very often. You know, I don't, I wouldn't want to like give her more stuff to kill me with, but okay. <laughs> I was going to, I was thinking, oh my gosh, what a sacrifice that must be. Weapons couldn't have been like very easy to come by. They also believed if they carried gold coins on them, that way they wouldn't go empty handed into Rain's realm if they got caught by a storm. Um, and they would drop the coins over the side of the ship to bribe her. They would pray but not often, or perform rituals or spells. But usually it was, they, they tried to offer something, especially if the storm came up, they would, they would throw things overboard. So uh -huh. I, to me, it always made me feel like, you know, you see movies of like, we have to lighten the load, like, and they throw stuff over the ship. <laughs> <laughs> she does host feasts and parties with all the dead souls that um, she kills. Um, and they actually might last centuries. So she doesn't necessarily let the dead souls go for a long time. Oh, okay. And when she finally decides to let them then go, then they go to hell. Or they go to, uh, you know, H-E-L. Um, but yeah, she can, keep them there. she can keep them there for centuries. And there's actually no description of what her, her underground dead realm was. But with feasts and parties, I'm thinking, how bad can it be? Mm. Yeah, maybe they're they get pulled down to their death so they can have like some moderately good service during the party. <laughs> right. But the fact that she keeps them for so long and you know, if you're if you're looking at the afterlife as the place where you're gonna go get your final reward or you're going to meet up with your family, I could see that that would be troubling because you don't know how long she's gonna keep you there. Mm. Um, I mean, maybe be a boring party guest. I'm not sure how that goes. <laughs> Um, so that is Ran in a nutshell. They're like, a uh, great party. Right. I really got to go. Look at the time. It's been like two centuries. I got to go. <laughs> so there was no real origin story for her. You know, they didn't really, they didn't really go into that, where she came from, how she got there, which is again, not unusual in these cases, these days. Um, but that's her story or her in a, right. in a, in a waterlogged nutshell. <laughs> so we're going to move on to her notoriety so we can start grading her because not going to lie she needs a little help despite all that she needs a little help so here's here's a surprise her notoriety involves Loki yeah right uh, there was a myth that she's involved in with and, and Vary who is a dwarf who lives underneath the waterfall and has the power to change himself into a pike or a fish at will. Um, he had a magic ring 
the Andravanat, which helped him become wealthy. Uh, Loki wanted it, of course. So he actually went and borrowed Rain's net. Apparently, she lent it to him. It doesn't say he just went and stole it. So using a net provided by Rain, Loki catches him as a pike and forces him to give up his gold and the ring. Uh, He cursed the stolen gold, gold, which would destroy anyone who possessed it. After the deaths of Brynhild and Sigurd, um, they left the gold in the cave. And years later, the dwarf discovered the cave and his lost gold, although his ring was lost forever. So thanks to Loki, lots of people died who got past this gold. And Rain was like, sure, Loki, here's my net. What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> Early, she doesn't know Loki. Oh. I, I don't. Right. Or she doesn't give a oh. shit. <laughs> like every time somebody trusts I mean, him. she doesn't give a shit because she's killing people anyway. So like, that's one of the few cases I didn't get um, where Loki stole it from her. So I was a little surprised. I did look up several different versions of the story to make sure. And nope, he just went and said, can I borrow it? And she was like, sure. <laughs> yeah, go. Yeah, get into it. It's cool. <laughs> um, so that's her notoriety. That's really like the one story I could find her about. Um. You know what? I'm going to give her a four because Loki didn't have to stoop to stealing from her because she's like, yeah, man. Yeah, I'll I'll give her. I'm going to give her a five because she had to have known Loki was up to no good. Like. Right. And she was just into it. (laughs) Didn't even ask him why. (laughs) We had that other goddess who was like, oh, you know, you want me to go out and look for apples with you in the dark with my other apples? Sure. Fine. No problem. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. All about so um that was her notoriety so now we have inter-realm crossover so there is no land of the oceans it's i guess it's midgard uh yeah i guess so but wouldn't it just travel everywhere? midgard is actually considered surrounded by all the water so that's where I was going with that. Okay. All right. I'll buy that. I'm going to say the land. Of- she does pull men to their death and they wouldn't be anywhere but Midgard. Right. Right. Um, I'm going to say land of the giants because maybe she went to visit her in-laws. Uh, I'm also going to say Asgard because it did say that they were frequently invited to parties at Asgard. So she's got three oh, that I okay. know of. I, I don't think she goes to hell. I think she sends the souls to hell. It didn't say that she personally was delivering them. I'm going to give her a three. I'm going to give her a three, too. Okay, so Ragnarok roll. There is none. Mm. They don't survive. They don't die. They do nothing. They don't give two shits. (laughs) I hope one day archaeologists find more information. I know. And we can update this. Because that would be so Because I feel like... Uh, But in the meantime, Goose says... Yeah, so she gets a zero for that. I do. I feel like there seems to be a lot of ambivalent deities, but I mean, I guess that happens in wars. You know, people are just like, well, it doesn't really affect me. Like, I'm not going to deal with it, I guess. You know. Looks like somebody's having a problem. I'm going to go on the other side of the room now. Right. But I, I feel like given that they were so like loved by the Asir and welcomed into their home and they welcomed the Asir into their home, like, wouldn't they have picked a side? Yeah, I would have thought so, but I guess not. The ocean's the ocean, no matter what, I suppose. So, family fame is good. Which 
surprise me. Um, so one of the reasons for this couple's popularity was the fact that Odin was their son-in-law. Odin fell in love with all nine daughters of the waves. And collectively, they had a son. That son was Hemdal. Right. I, th- I was thinking that, but I was waiting for you to get And Hemdal actually stayed with his nine mothers in the ocean until he grew up and then joined his father in Asgard. Yeah. So I thought that was a nice little. Oh, good. Pick. Right. Like I was like, oh, there's a little bit of, hey, a backstory. <laughs> so that's their family fame. Um, oh, very good. Hemdaller is pretty good stuff. So he is. He's the guardman of the Rainbow Bridge. So I'm going to give them like a seven. Ooh, I was going to give them six uh, for being good in-laws. Probably watch the baby when the moms had to go to the store or whatever during lockdown. <laughs> I do think it's interesting that Hemdall stayed in the ocean until he grew up. That is interesting. I wish there was no wish for so much more, but here we are. I want to know like what he did. <laughs> oh, like what he's like, I played with right. soccer or whatever. <laughs> like, how were your grandparents? Did you drink a lot of beer? So, like, it says, yeah, he lived there and he didn't until he got older and then went to live in Asgard. But, I mean, like, Odin must have visited him. They came for parties. And it, and I guess Freya didn't have an issue with it. So, yeah. Clean up your toys. Your grandpa's coming over. Well, it would be his dad. It's his dad, right? Oh, his dad. Oh, right. Your dad's right. coming over. I wonder how that works. I need to know. I need to know how custody battles work in, in the first <laughs> the nine waves are mad at odin for some reason and they leave out like one so he'll step on it that's how he lost his eye all right so that's her family fame pop zygist did i say it right no whatever zygist. um I mean, I answer every time, whatever. Uh, so Ran is still saying about NC shanties these days. Like that, that's pretty much it. There are still songs devoted to her. They're not new songs, but apparently they're popular enough in Denmark that they're almost like children's lullaby, not lullabies, but you know, like chants. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And they, a lot of times uh, kids will sing them when they're walking over bridges and stuff over water. I couldn't find one. Mm. Uh, it's my understanding. <laughs> it's my understanding that sea shanties are popular. They're incredibly on popular. Let me let me just diverse into this TikTok. I, I love TikTok. I'll spend like an hour watching TikTok. Um, I fell in a hole. But these kids acting like they just discovered sea shanties <laughs> um, have me laughing my ass off because they've clearly never been to the Ren Fair. Mm-hmm. But they act like they just invented them. And I'm sure we did it as kids on some, you know, on other stuff. Uh, but it makes me laugh because they're like, have you heard the sea shanty? And I was like, this is the song. This is like the drinking song. The pirates at the rain sing. Like, I don't know. <laughs> and they, and they dress up in costumes and I'm like, okay, kids. Like, I realize you guys all discovered this during the pandemic. So they couldn't go to a rent fair, but it makes me laugh that they're like, oh, look, I just discovered this. I was like, you didn't, you heard it somewhere. <laughs> I think your dad probably was singing it in the house. <laughs> I was like, all right. All right. Oh, that's so funny. He laughed so hard. <laughs> that and uh, points to Ran for having popular TikTok. I will give her points. to Although I haven't heard any of the ones about Ran, but I maybe if I was on Danish TikTok, I'd, I'd know. 
I couldn't find I couldn't find them um, translated well enough that they made any sense. Like I mm. ran them through the the Google Translator, and it just I'm like these are not real sentences. I don't understand. And God knows I'm not going to try to sing. So. <laughs> uh, anything else for her? No, that's it. Oh. Hmm. I know one. She's in Percy Jackson. Is she? Uh, not, not Percy Jackson specifically, the, the Sword of Summer series um, with Magnus Chase. Oh, yeah. because They had to avoid her and they needed the nets. They needed the nets. Oh, well, that's actually a good bit of uh, research on their part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy doesn't fool no, around. No, he doesn't. Um, there was a lot more speculation regarding her and her daughters being the source of sirens than there was her actual... Mm. stories yeah oh okay hmm do i think you know what i'm gonna give her a five that's more than most for pop zygus yes i'll give her a five too only because of tiktok yeah seriously (laughs) way to bring it to the modern day really so what do we think she's the modern day goddess of Mm, fishnet stockings (laughs) you can almost certainly use them to lure a man i mean you're totally right and I can't think of anything better than that. All right. You get the fishnet stockings. You won. You won. Good job. Good job. Her grand total, you ready, is 38. 38. That's pretty high. A little bit of a I got a whole list going on in here. I'm trying to keep a list of our scores because I'm so atrocious at keeping track of anything. Do you think she gets a seat at the old table? No. Doesn't they don't do anything at Ragnarok? Like I feel like you have to at least try something. Like no, I don't think so either. <laughs> uh, so that is as the life and times of Ran. Uh, do you have anything to plug? I do not. I do not. I will be un- I will be unpacking for the rest of my life. That's that's what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you can listen to me on ZPM Stargate uh, that comes out every week uh, at ZPM Stargate on Twitter. You can listen to this very pod on Podbean at lastgodstanding.podbean.com. You can rate and review us on every platform except Spotify, but in app. So just log in and give us five stars. It would mean a whole lot to us. Oh, and- no, wait, I do have something. I do have something. Oh my God, I almost forgot. You listen to an Australian oh. podcast called called So It Is or something like that? <laughs> no, I I do The Weekly Planet and Free to a Good Home. Nope, there's another one because you requested something from them. Um, and Jean, do go on. So Gina called me the other day. She was listening to it. And um, they said that. Teresa Giacino had requested them talking about something and Gina lost her mind. She's like, wait, what? I, I asked for that years back. It was for the, um, the gardener heist in Boston for the art heist. Uh, and they find, and they got to yes. it and it's so good. So Gina like oh screamed God, and called so me. Oh. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> I almost forgot. Oh, I wanted so to say it on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Follow us on Instagram at Last God Pod. Send us an email. Uh, thank you to Mike Casino for our lovely 
theme music. And Thanks to our listeners. Like, share, and subscribe. Bye. Bye.